attempts to coup with McCarthy in support on the inside. He takes the reverse pass and dashes 20 yards to touchdown between the posts. Welcome to another edition of Rabbitohs Radio. My name is Grant Chappell. I'm joined by former Rabbitoh, former Rabbitohs captain. He's done it all on the game, Brownie. Mate, welcome to the midweek session, buddy. Yeah, g'day chaps and g'day to all the listeners out there. How you been? Mate, not too bad, not too bad at all. Just um, working away. Um, the bye week was good. I still went out and watched the South um, under-19s or under-21, sorry, the flag. I couldn't help myself, went down to Redfern and... The boys did all right. Come home at the end, but just a little bit outclassed and probably had a size advantage the other mob. But um, you might have just heard our new intro by Radio Hub, the boys down at Radio Hub. How good, Brownie? Yeah, no, it's exciting. Uh, big plans ahead. But, yeah, the intro is really something that we were looking forward to do and uh, some great listening there with uh, some of the old tries scored by mm. Bobby McCarthy and Tugger Coleman, Phil Blake. So you heard it all there. I love the GI one. Puts another nail on the coffin, and they go on a crawl. That'll be, that'll be played for for centuries to come, no doubt about it. And social media, uh, we put the ad out there. Well, we're still still looking for one more, but um, Hugo at the moment is doing a great job. Yeah, it's exciting once again for our social media followers. He's doing a tremendous job there with some of the posts he's put up. He's very creative. Um, he's a mad, passionate Rabbitohs supporter. He knows the game. He knows, knows his stats, and that was something that we were really looking for. Yeah, just clipping up some of those um, plays that we break down, in particular the Origin one just recently. Um, that had a really big big following, and we've gone right up the rankings here on the on the Apple rankings, um, well up in the in the top 30 there. So thanks to all your listeners out there for spreading the, spreading the word of Rabbitohs Radio. We're back. Yeah, we are. We certainly are, chaps. And uh, the feedback that we're getting is that... That's what the listeners like when we break the tries down. And if Hugo can put that together with the try that we were talking about, um, it's only benefit, well, it benefits everyone out there and uh, especially all the followers on our social media platforms. No, it certainly does, no doubt about it. We've had a couple of polls out there on Spotify and the last one was who will partner Cleary next year in Origin. And I, I'm not too surprised with the response I put out. Cody Walker and Jerome Luai, and it was 100% to Cody coming off his uh, look. It was it was a big performance by Cody, almost a monkey off the back type of performance, and it should hold us in good stead going into the last six games of the season. Well, it just proves he can perform on the big stage, chaps. There was a lot of talk around that he couldn't, but uh, we had confidence in him here at Rabbitohs Radio uh, that he could do the job, and didn't he do the job? And our man... Uh, Brennan Taliski on the social media pages is going to put out a person every week. Uh, it's going to be the former Rabbitoh of the week. This week it was Paul Stringer uh, from up there on the Central Coast. 48 game for the Rabbitohs, a really big, robust, robust front rower. Played for a couple of years at the Rabbitohs, 02 to 04. Made, uh, led from the front, Paul Stringer. Had a little bit to do with String, yeah. Champion fella on and off the field. Um 
never shirked the task once. Being a middle forward, loved taking the ball up and had a bit of skill about him as well. And he had a good football brain and that led him into a couple of coaching roles post-footy career. Yeah, very much an unknown um, quantity, I suppose, um, when we had him in 02. But by the time he left, he was, he was a, certainly a name in rugby league, no doubt about it. And I believe his young bloke is in the Bulldog system at the moment. So, yeah, wish him all the best. All the best to you, um, String. Um, the Maddo Tigers have got something coming up, um, Brownie. Yeah, they've got a sportsman's lunch this coming Friday at the Maddo RSL. Guest speaker, Blocker Roach, I think. So there'll be some plenty of stories told down there. Oh, for sure. No doubt about it. Now, some big news dropped the other day. There was a bit of a murmur that there was going to be a big re-signing coming up. And Campbell Graham was coming off contract at the end of 2024 next year. And the Rabbitohs did not muck around to lock in the Boom Centre, who we've described many times as the most consistent player in our side the last four seasons. Yeah, and probably the form centre of the competition for the last couple of seasons. He was rewarded last year with a World Cup jersey, a kangaroo spot. Uh, that travelled over to the UK and successful they were. And also the Jack Rayner Award last year he was the winner of, and that is the player's player. The players love playing with him. Uh, He plays the game tough, one of the best defensive centres in the game and, more importantly, uh, a champion fella off the field as well. Absolute hell man. That's Rabideau player number 1136, Campbell Graham. Local boy. Um, played majority of his career in the centre, started in the wing. Um, he, he's a big unit, 197 centimetres, played 125 games for the Rabbits. And he's only 24 years of age, chap, so is John Sutton's record on the radar for, for Campbell Graham? And I've spoken to Sato about it. Um, he said, look, um, Cam Murray's probably someone who's a, a chance because he plays so much football, but he actually indicated Campbell Graham because he started so young, 18 years of age, and he's consistent. He averages 20-plus games a year. He's had a few injuries, and he's had a pretty ordinary injury this year, but he's played through it. Mm. And he was lucky enough to get a little spell the last few weeks to try and fix up that stern. It's probably something he won't fix till the off-season, but uh, what will that couple of weeks off do for Campbell? Oh, it just gives him a bit of a rest and reset as well, chaps, mentally. Um, he's had a that sternum injury. He's carried that for majority of the year. He's had a couple of quarter zones. So having that week off uh, and no contact... Or just sort of like ease the pressure on, on the injury. But um, you said he started young. He debuted out of school, a product of the, the Coogee Wombats. And his two coaches, I was at a luncheon the other day, and he mentioned a couple of coaches uh, that he played under at the Coogee Wombats, Nat Wood and Scott Wilson. Now, two characters of the game. Yeah, well, you learn a, a fair bit, not just on the field, but off the field, off those two <laughs> players. No doubt about it. You get a real a lot of life lessons, real... Look, uh, Scotty Wilson, absolute legend. Um, what what a footballer he was. But uh, look, a, a bloke who, who knows his football, coached Mato Tigers to that drought-breaking win. Um, that's early the, this that's year. the alarm off. That was the alarm to wake up after having a sleep. Brownie <laughs> come around a bit early, but all good. Um, yeah, no, great, great, great characters to be mentored by. Yeah, and Natty Wood, uh, once again, uh, similar to Scotty, very experienced uh, player. Um, played for the Roosters, the Balmain Tigers, and went over to the UK. He was very popular over at Warrington, the club that where Jason Clark was a legend at. And, yeah, two great fellas to uh, learn your trade-off. And he, look, he, had he not been um, had that sternum injury, he could have played some origin games this year. Looking at Bradman Best's performance last week and, obviously, Critter, um, 
right now there at Penrith, does he does he squeeze into the centres next year, uh, it, the way he plays? Yeah, well, uh, you just indicated chaps that um, stretch debut on the wing, so, you know, could, possibility that he could take up a, a wing spot. But once again, we spoke about it last week, there's a lot of games in between now and State of Origin 1 next year. And if Stretch continues on the form that he's been in, he'll be definitely considered for State of Origin 1 next year. Now, teams dropped yesterday. This is um, Wednesday mid-morning here um, in Sydney. Looks like one of the strongest lineups we have put out in, in a long, long time, Brownie. Nine players returning this week. Chaps in the top 17. Um, yeah, probably the strongest lineup in 2023 and uh yeah really excited to look and get back to get back on our winning way where form's been a little bit patchy over the last six to eight weeks due to origin selections uh injuries but now they've all returned there's probably only one player that's missed out due to injury ty munro yep i've got a slight injury there in that bulldogs game i'm not exactly sure what it is but um wasn't part of the training yesterday. I went down to train and watched them go through their paces and they look very sharp with the football. Um, they're a different side when you've got a guy like, I think he's a big in, is Jairo myself. Um, I know um, he's been in and out of the lineup through the year. I think he's only played eight games. We won seven of those eight, Brownie. That's not a bad strike rate for Jairo. But what he does is, because Cam can't play the entire game down the middle and do all that dirty work, when he does come off for his spell or, or whatever, we can, we can push Jai in there who can do just as good a job defensively. It's more about being able to hold the middle for South because you've seen periods this year where we've sort of been real loose down the middle. Mm. That creates something against Pan- uh, Parramatta had happened where Wairimu, Wai- Greg and, and um, Gillard, I think it was, just rolled us down the middle and it, we, mm. we, we struggled to contain them. Well, ever since Jai has not been in the team, Chaps, he's been out for several weeks now. Our defensive structures are sort of like going out the window, haven't they? We've been leaking a lot of points. Mm. And out of them seven games that Jai played, our defensive um, structures were really good. Uh, we didn't leak too many points. We're probably one of the best defensive teams in the NRL around that period. And that's got to start again on Friday night against the Broncos. And look, I call them the big three. Um, the big three's back. It's the first time they've played since round 12, Brandy. That is Latrell Mitchell. Cody Walker and Cam Murray, they're my big three on our side. I think I'd throw Cookie in there as well. Cookie as well, well, the big four. Um, first time they've all played together, um, yeah, since round 12. So it's been, it's been a while since we've had all of them blokes in the lineup. It makes a big difference um, when we got those really big key blokes in just to just create moments during the game. Well, they all, turn it. they all love the big moments, especially Luttrell, and there's no bigger in than him. Uh, you just mentioned Jai Arrow, but uh, Luttrell Mitchell, what a player. Um, he's got to inject himself. He looks fit. He looks keen. And I know one thing, he wants to win a premiership here at the South Sydney Rabbitohs, and this is the year. He was moving really freely yesterday, sweeping out the back, um, creating a lot of attention um, defensively against our Reggie side, which gave Cody a lot of time just to to do that pass selection that he's known for. So I'm really looking forward to him. Blakey Taff winning that 14 jersey first time in a while. And maybe that's just a bit of cover for Latrell because you know what um, calves are like. They can just ping. It happened to um, Harme Sally there for a good 12 months. Mm. Two games in, one out. So let's hope Latrell is not going to suffer from anything like that. A couple in, a couple out. We need him for the run into the semifinals. Some really big, important games coming up. None bigger 
than the Brisbane Broncos this Friday night. Is that a risk, chaps, that we're only going in with one big middle uh, on the bench? Um, I think it's that. Well, you can do that when you got your dry arrows in yep. your side. Joy can jump over and and come in the middle if you because you don't want Cam playing full games. We we would need to. to Make sure that he's fresh for the, for the semi-final. Such a very important player, and regarded as the best middle forward in the NRL for mm. what he can do. Yeah. Have a look what he um, did by starting for the Blues last week. It was a different side. Oh, he's outstanding, and we're a different side when Cam Murray doesn't play. Let me tell you, um, he's probably the best middle forward in the game that I believe. Anyway, and uh, yeah, and he do, does need a rest throughout the the games, and like you said. Uh, Jai Arrow gives them that option. And Keon Kalomatangi almost plays like a middle forward in tackles one, two, and three. He can jump in and, and bend the line like just like a, a Tom Burgess. So um, middle forwards-wise, I think that sort of that might look a little light. But I, I, I do like Jacob Host coming back too from his suspension. Looked, um, He sort of didn't have his best game against the Cows um, last time we were suspended. So he'd be looking to come in and make an impact. Well, with Hosty in that 17, chaps, uh, he would probably come in on an edge and maybe shift Kuhn into the middle. Yeah, um, just looking at some of the players that aren't I like Havili. I like Havili there as well. Yeah, Havili can... Well, Havili's almost like another middle forward too, like mm. a front rower the way he plays. He's, he's an absolute beast. Talis Duncan not too far away by the looks of it. Ched Cartwright, outstanding game last week in at right centre. Had three try assists at right centre in the Reggies yeah. against Parramatta, so we were... Starting to play some good football down there. The good um, thing some, just looking at some of the guys that are out at the moment. I think it's Daniel Saluka Fafita, not named in any squad. He has topped the tackle count in the last two weeks in the reserve grade and the metres. So he's been in great form, Daniel. I noticed him training yesterday, just on the side a little bit. Him and Isaac Thompson. Isaac Thompson is 50-50 to play this week. I know he wasn't named, but um, he jumped in and did a few reps. Mm. Um, he scored a try, actually, yeah. against our, our left edge. But... Um, Richie Kenner's another one, chaps, that hasn't been named. Um, Richie Kenner picked up an injury in our last game against the Dogs. If you remember, we went to the um, Indigenous Legends, Indigenous Greats function the other week, and I think Shannon Donato spoke to Coach JD about Shaq's impact in that last game, but never got to come back on again. Mm. And the reason Shaq never came back on is because they had to use a replacement in when Richie Kenner came off the field. So they had to burn a replacement, and Shaq never got to come back on. So yes. there you go. He's probably still, he, again, he wasn't training yesterday. That's why you are the man, chaps. He was You've got all the information here on Rabbitohs Radio he Podcast. He wasn't out on the field. Um, yeah, and Ty Munn has been going to training in the rehab squad, so he wasn't even out doing sprints yesterday, so they might be just really taking their time with him. Again, he's 18, played two games. He's got a big career ahead of him. You don't want to burn him out and have him playing through injury at this mm. uh, stage of his career. Yeah, exactly, chaps. You want to take your time with him like they have done in the past through the pathway system. Now, uh, against the Broncos, chaps, playing at a full house up there at the Sunshine Coast. It's going to be a great atmosphere. Oh, monstrous occasion up there. I mean, yeah. The last two away games we've had, we've sold out. The Warriors was a sellout. This one's a sellout. We are undefeated outside the state of New South Wales this year too, so we seem to galvanise when we go on tour and get together because they're a happy bunch. They're, mm. they're a group that love being together, love spending time together. Some really, really great mates in there that'll be friends for the rest of their lives and they're going to be having to rely on each other 
Uh, look, I think you'll know in the first 10 minutes if we mm. get some goal line D, mm. what, if we're up for the contest. If we can turn them away in that first 10 minutes, get a bit of confidence early, mm. and maybe go up and strike an early try ourselves, that's going to get us in a position. Because you don't want to give Brisbane a roll on. I know they've got Payne Hass playing. Mm. The last time we played them, Brownie, round nine, we beat them 32-6 to six at Suncorp. But the big fella, Payne Hass, didn't play that game. No, and two players that had great games in that game that we've just been talking about. One is Campbell Graham, who scored a hat-trick in that game, and Latrell Mitchell, who scored a double. Now, them two return, and they're very big inclusions. And you're just talking about the record on the road, chaps. I hope that continues because we've got a busy four to five weeks ahead where we've got a lot of travelling involved, and three of them games are out of New South Wales. Yeah, they certainly are. Look, they're just you don't have to go too far. Look at matchups. Latrell Mitchell versus Reese Walsh, both coming back. Reese Walsh, it was a big loss for Queensland in Game Three. You know the, the way he he comes around the back and creates an extra man, and his explosiveness in that first three or four steps mm. can really um, get him on the outside. So we're going to have to be certainly well on our game. Tane Mill, an experienced campaigner, come in. He'll do the job. Mm. He, he loves the dirty carries. He's like an extra forward as well. You spoke we're a little light on the middles on the bench, but like. He can almost play like another forward, um, Tane Mill. Well, he's going to have to, chaps, because uh, we're coming up against one of the best kickers in the game, in Adam Reynolds. He'll be pinning us in our half or in our 20 for the majority of the game with his pinpoint kicking game. And that's an area where Tane Mill is going to have to be good. And he always is with them tough carries. Uh, we've got Campbell Graham there now. And obviously, Isaiah Tass, who last start played in the back row. Yeah, Tassie played the 80 minutes in the back row last game against the Dogs. Great versatility from the young man. We, we met his father, Ross, the other week. He came down to see the new baby and spent a bit of time and have a beer with with his son. Obviously, hadn't been, hadn't, hadn't even seen the baby yet. So, uh, look, they're a beautiful family. The Tassers from up there in Mackay. Mm. And good to see him back. That centre combination of Campbell Graham and Tass has been strong this season. Brownie, mate, I, I, look, myself, I cannot wait for this contest. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. Uh, last year, I was up at the Sunshine Coast, and there's a lot of old boys going up there this year, and they will be at the Dewporth Tavern on Saturday, the day after the game. But I know uh, Daryl Neville and Mick Andrews, they've gone up there today. So the Dewporth Tavern at Marichidor, if you're around the area, pop in, say good day. They'll be there pretty much every afternoon from now till Sunday. Yeah, um, Daryl Neville owes me a beer. I swapped him out of an R2G yesterday. Just oh, give nice, him a spell. Nice. Yep. Couldn't even get a thank you out of Dirty Daryl. But, Daz, if you're out there listening, mate, you owe me a beer, mate. There's no doubt about it. No, that should be a good one. There'll be boys who be around there having a beer and a bit on a Saturday afternoon. They couldn't do it on a Friday because obviously we've got the Friday game on. Yeah. Um, that's not the way it worked out. Um, we might flip it over to a very, very strong New South Wales Cup side. Named this week for a double header at Redfern Oval. Flegs on at one. New South Wales Cups on at three. Both teams are playing pretty well, teetering around just inside the eight. And who's the ground announcer down there, Brian? Oh, yeah, I'll be doing that down there uh, next week. I'll probably be covering for Jeremy Monaghan, who normally does the gig. I'm sure he'll be having a day off after a, a big couple of days up there at the Sunshine Coast. Yeah, but yeah, look, a strong team there, chaps. Uh, probably the strongest lineup that the New South Wales Cup have had this year as well, similar to the first grade. Uh, they had a great win last week against Parramatta, and they've got to keep winning 
and towards the, the back end of the season to try and scrape into the top five it is. It's not the top eight, the New South Wales Cup. So they've got to keep winning to have the, to put themselves in the... Uh, have the opportunity to yeah. uh, make the semi-finals. We'll play some footy yeah, when it comes to September. Yeah, we'll look at it. Davey Mawale, uh, Shaq Mitchell in the front row, Peter Mamazoulos, we know what he can do. Benny Lovett, Jed Cartwright, Talos Duncan, all played first grade this year. Daniel Saluka for feeder. Injured at the moment, um, so it's still a very strong squad when you think about some of the guys that aren't even there. Mm. Your Isaac Thompsons, who has scored more tries than he's played games in New South Wales Cup at that level, so he's a very, very experienced campaigner who aren't there. Um, Leonard Skelton scored a couple of tries last week, had three line breaks, mm. a, a young young fellow we've grabbed from the the Dragon system. You've got Bailey Bentley Harpe, who second game in the Reggies, coming from the Seagulls team. I spoke to both for the other day about their performance against Parramatta last week at Combank Stadium and he said he was really good. Bailey Bentley Harpy in his debut game for New South Wales Cup and he's held his spot. So congratulations to him and it'll be exciting to watch him go around again on Sunday. Famous last name, Harpe. Uh, was it Shante? Sean. Sean Harpe? Yeah. yeah. Or Shante Harpe. Whatever. Yeah, well, he was was he the great. one that played for the Raiders? and Played a bit of rugby too. Yeah. Yep. He was a bit of a star, so... If you get a chance, get out there to watch um, either of those games or both. I know the, I know the hardcore South fans. They will be out there, no doubt about it. And once again, chaps. Now we'll talk about the Jersey flag. It's probably one of their strongest lineups because all the injuries are coming back at the top grade. It filters all the way down into the lower grades as well. And uh, yeah, chaps, talk about some of those players. Yeah, well, Ethan Ferguson, who played a State of Origin game on a Thursday night and then backed up. On a, I think it was a Saturday afternoon. That's a quick turnaround, Brownie. Yeah. For a young bloke, and still was one of our best players on the day. And it was probably a day in travelling there as well, because that was held up at Redcliffe, that particular game. So he would have had to uh, travel back home on Friday, and then obviously put his feet up for a couple of hours, and then he was back on the field again on the Saturday. And look at the two number seven in both grades. Same last name. The Hawkins brothers are yeah. going to be uh, wearing the. The famous number seven of the red and green, Jai Gray, who looked to pick up a bit of a hip injury there with some heavy contact in that game, but was still elusive enough to be able to uh, cause trouble. But they were big side, the Cronulla side, and we, we are giving away that 5-10 kilos to nearly every position mm. uh, when you come up against a big side. So this time it's the Newcastle Knights who travelling okay, I think. Um, it'll be a big game for Ethan Ferguson coming up against probably some of his mates. Well, especially... Miles Martin. The, yeah, the number line. 13. I was and, just going to say yeah. that, chaps. What a exceptional player he was. He performed in that State of Origin game that you were just talking about with Ethan Ferguson. Um, great player, high work rate, and he's an exciting player to watch as well. It looks like Archie Donnelly uh, might have picked up an injury there. We'll find out a bit more about that. But Jackson Rami who's been up and down uh, the Reggies in the flag. Um, he, he was really good last week. He was our best forward. Every time he'd done a hit-up, he was able to play the ball really quick and we were able to get a little bit of um, traction off the back of it, but we weren't able to capitalise too much. Because a, a lot of the other guys were sort of a bit, a little bit monstered um, mm. by this side. They weren't able to... They were sort of getting dominated on the tackle, but um, Jackson was one that certainly stood out in that game. And the 5'8", chaps, Jai Gray, he's just starting to build a little bit of confidence with some game time. He's come off the back of back-to-back injuries, back-to-back-to-back, basically, hamstring injury. And uh, it's good to see him starting to get a couple of games put together. Yeah, um, I think I've seen uh, Jai Arrow hit him pretty hard yesterday and he got up 
a bit gingerly, the little fella. He, he <laughs> caught one, but two, oh, well, two, two plays later, long ball, puts Isaac Thompson in the corner for a try. Mm. So he's able to um, cop a shot and get up and bounce back. And oh, that's, that's what you've got to do. Yeah, certainly, no doubt about it. And that. the Jersey Flags in the same position as the New South Wales Cup where they've got to pretty much start winning every game to give themselves an opportunity to play semi-finals football. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, that might be about it for us here on the midweek session, Brownie. Yep, uh, certainly. And just once again, a shout-out to anyone who is going up to the Sunshine Coast to watch the Bunnies play the Broncos. Make sure you pop into the Dewport Tavern there at Marichidor. Have a chat to the old boys. They love uh, talking about the old stories uh, with all the fans up there. So, yeah, make sure you jump in there. And uh, to a shout-out to Steve McDermott, who's doing a great job with the old boys and arranging all these events that we have throughout the year. He certainly is, no doubt about it. Um, look, if you are going to take a few photos up and around the Maroochydore area or at the game, tag Rabbitohs Radio and we'll retweet it and get yourself out there. 100%. All right. Thank you for joining us on Rabbitohs Radio Podcast. Go the Rabbitohs. Up the mighty Rabbitohs. <laughs>